Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. It's time for the movie review with blind movie critic Jay Forey joining us from BlindSideReviews.com all the way over there in a rather scorching Florida. Hello. <laughs> Good day, uh, Simon. And yes, it's always scorching over here in Florida. Even in the wintertime, we're scorching. So. <laughs> And you know, we do we do sympathise with you. You know, having to put up with all that good weather. <laughs> yeah, and and, and uh, you and I were talking before about this. Yeah, at, even in the summertime, it gets hot, and but it's at least the you know the breeze comes off the water, keeps it semi cool at least. And uh, but yeah, the problem is we have it hot for you know eight months out of the year. So at least you guys get some nice temperatures in between. So. <laughs> well, I, I think we're getting a nice hot couple of days next week, so I'll let you know. Okay, yeah, let me know what it's like, Simon. (laughs) Right, we've got two movies to review, and uh, we're starting with Finding Dory, Certificate U, and uh, 3D, it's an adventure animation comedy family movie, that's value for money, directed by Andrew Stanton and Angus McLean, and it's got uh, the voices of Albert Brooks, we've got uh, Ellen DeGeneres, Diane Keaton, Ty Burrell, we've got uh, Eugene Levy, we've got loads of voices in here, including Sigourney Weaver. The friendly but forgetful blue tangfish reunites with her loved ones, and everyone learns a new thing about the real meaning of family along the way. <gasps> I remembered something! That's not possible, is it? Okay, is it like a picture in your head? And then you think I've seen this before? I just used the word before, which means I- I'm remembering something. What was I talking about? Somewhere. My family! They're out there somewhere. I have to find them. I remembered something important. Something important? What? Something about a clam or... No. No, an oyster? No. Mollusk? No. Something? No. I don't know. No clue. No now, our memory really isn't very good at all, is it? <laughs> You're right there, Simon. <laughs> Reminds me of you. <laughs> no, not me. <laughs> uh, this film, uh, Simon, um, remember Finding Nemo, it's hard to believe this, 13 years ago. That film was made, uh, uh, Finding Nemo, back when you were just a wee little uh, child there, Simon. So, 13 years. Do you remember that far back? Yeah, I think I wasn't allowed to go because I had to be in bed early. (laughs) That was it, (laughs) yeah. Well, uh, this movie takes place only one year after Finding Nemo. uh, and, And Nemo is actually in this film. And uh, the, the other little fish. In this film, Dory is uh voice of Ellen DeGeneres. She, okay, this is kind of, a, kind of the annoying, annoying part, I guess you want to say. She loses her memory every 10 seconds. So she don't know where her parents are. So she's going on this quest to find her parents. So she travels, uh, oh, hundreds of miles to find her parents, and she thinks she does that. Yeah, somehow she she loses her memory, but she knows where her parents are at. She finds them in this, I guess it's this marine uh, aquarium, I guess, where they have all kinds of other fish, and um, and and that's really the it's the quest on finding her parents, her family, 
and she has uh, other uh, Melvin and Nemo uh, follow follow her to help her out. You know uh, when she's looking for her family. Now th- this is actually kind of a cute film for kids. It has all kinds of penguins, walruses, seals, all kinds of other fish. And my favorite one in this whole, it has an octopus, Simon, named Hank. And this guy is so funny. Uh, you know, he, he actually make, brings the comedy to this film. What, what was it I heard that he's got, uh, uh, shall we say, an appendage missing? No, I didn't actually, I wasn't sure what that was. Simon, there's your mind in the gutter again. <laughs> that the appendages, that the appendage is his, is one of his legs that's missing. Oh. So that's what it is. So uh, <laughs> yes, here's a funny thing. Well, I don't know if it's funny or not, but he's in. He's supposed to be in this uh, place where the kids can look at him. Where the kids are not supposed to be touching the, the animals. At one point, the reason why he's one missing, a child reaches in and, and I guess. Before, before the film starts, I guess, and breaks off one of his legs. So, uh, I mean, accidentally. It was purely accidental. So that's why he has one less leg, and uh, and he's supposed to be invisible. Why did he turn invisible so the child wouldn't couldn't find him? So, uh, who knows? This film has some plot holes. It's, it's kind of annoying with the losing of the memory, but it's so colorful. The kids love it, and this is all about the kids, uh, you know, liking his film. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres does a great job. You know, all the other voice casts are great. I I don't know. And, um, maybe I'm comparing it to Find uh, Nemo, and maybe that's part of my problem with this film. But the thing is, you, you do do that, don't you? You automatically compare it to that. Yeah, uh, that's the problem, and we do it in so many films. The second film, has to, a sequel, just has to be so much better. And, and I'll be honest with you, uh, this is more of a kid's film than Finding Nemo. If you remember, Finding Nemo was very emotional. And it was it had a comedy, and this does not hit the emotional level. I mean, far from it. And um, I, I didn't even begin to uh, drop a tear in this film, Simon. Your heart's made of stone anyway. <laughs> well, you know, I also... I'm visually impaired, so I can't see the colorful fish and, and all the other great things that are happening. But, you know, the story is not there. The script is not there also. So, Simon, I know you're waiting to hear with this rating. Not a terrible film. By any means, I'm still going to get... I'll give it a, let's say, a C-plus rating. Mm. And the kid... But, but Simon, the kids love it, so I'm... Mm. You know what? For the kids, I'm going to drop it to a B-minus as we're talking. Thinking of the kids here, thinking of Simon. All you know, I know Simon likes animated films, so but you know, B you know, minus for Simon and the kids. You know me. I mean, not I don't have emotions, but I, w- I was thinking that this this film, like you say, I know you say it's okay for kids, but you think it it, it could have been better, couldn't it? Oh, could have been a lot better, <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah, it could have been a lot better, and. Uh, I, I just wish uh, uh, they would have spent a little more time on the script uh, and everything else. Once again, the emotions is what was made Finding Nemo such a great film. It's very emotional, so much fun. And, uh, I, yeah, I, I was not impressed. Once again, not a bad film, but definitely not a good film either. But uh, a great one to take the kids to if you're... Wanting to uh, go to the cinema, so that's that C-plus for Finding Dory. You're listening to the Movie Review on RIB Connect Radio with playing movie critic Jay Forty 
from BlindSideReviews.com and Simon Pauly. We move on now to Jason Bourne, Certificate 12A. He returns in an action thriller directed by Paul Greengrass and it stars Alicia Vikander. We've got uh, Matt Damon, we've got Julia Stiles, Tommy Lee Jones and uh, a few others. Jason Bourne, now remembering who he truly is, tries to uncover hidden truths about his past. My God, that's Jason Bourne. Why would he come back now? I know who I am. I remember everything. Remembering everything doesn't mean you know everything. The world is at war. We need the perfect weapon. Now, do you think maybe he should have been in Finding Dory for that memory? <laughs> you know what? That's pretty good, Simon. That's a good <laughs> one there. You're right. They kind of got reversed here. Jason Bourne uh, has his memory and, and Dory does not. So you're right. Maybe they could have switched places here. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, this film, yes, you're exactly right. Uh, Jason Bourne now has his memory back, Matt Damon. And if you remember, uh, he, the last time Matt Damon was in a Jason Bourne film was in 2007. In 2012, they did a, another film, Bourne Legacy, Bourne Supremacy, Bourne something. And uh, they had another guy playing one of the Treadstone characters, not Jason Bourne himself, but has the powers and the chase and the... Yeah, financial, you know, the I mean, the physical stamina and all that other great stuff. Um, in this film, is more of the same thing. Matt Damon, Jason Bourne is on the run. He just has his memory back this time, and uh, he's on the run all over the country. There, uh, the CIA is after him. Everybody's after him. And I just told you the plot. And here's the funny thing, Simon. This story, um, Matt Damon only has. 45 lines, speaking lines, in this film in a two-hour movie, and I think it's like uh, 285 words. So, Simon, I'm thinking here, you know, with, uh, I know you're a man of few words, and uh, and, and your great physical uh, physique, at least that's what you tell me. You could have probably done this character. I mean, that's, uh, that is very little speaking lines for an actor to do in a two-hour film. Yeah, I could manage that, I think, yeah. So, so yeah, you could have you you could have done that. You think uh, you know with that that little uh, speaking line then, right? I, and I'd be a lot I'd be a lot cheaper. <laughs> that is true. So <laughs> you're exactly right, and and you're right. He did have a big paycheck there, and I think it was uh, close to twenty million dollars. I don't know what it was in pounds, but it was a lot of money either way. This this film, I was not impressed. I was even less impressed with this film. As I wasn't finding Dory. And once again, when you're visually impaired, it's hard to follow a film mm. when you're running, jumping, chasing bullets, uh, car chases. Uh, that's all it was the whole way film, all, all the way through the film. And even the people that were not visually impaired had a hard time following this film. I mean, I was looking for a guide dog to help me out, a, a cane, anything to help lead me through this uh, this story right here. Uh, it, it's not, I, believe it or not, they're supposedly going to have a, another film in a couple of years with oh, Matt Damon no. and Paul Greengrass as a director. And uh, the two of them always want to work together. And I think Paul Greengrass 
probably, probably could have done without him, quite honestly. <laughs> uh, I, I just don't think he did a great job with the, with the script and the directing. Do you know, the, the thing is, that it seems to me you either love Jason Bourne movies or you hate them. I, I enjoyed the first one all those years ago, but uh, I, I found that I lost interest after that. It just seemed more of the same. And I, I me being of, of quite a simple chap, I found them really confusing. So, uh, you see, if you add in... Uh, visual impairment into um, uh, really difficult to follow. I think. Well, Simon, you're 100 percent correct. Everybody enjoyed the first one, me included, because it, now you're talking about how Jason Bourne lost his memory. All that is great stuff. The first one was great. The second one was not quite as good, but still okay. They lost their way in the script, and um, like you said, it's just too <laughs> too much running and jumping. And yeah, look, we need a story. And and I don't care, you know, and I mentioned this before when it comes to special effects. Yeah, special effects are great. You still need a story, you know, to, to pull it along. And this this just does not have a, a great story. But you know, even Tom Cruise knows that. I mean, he likes to run and jump and skip and things, but at least he has a story. <laughs> You're exactly right. You're exactly right, Simon. This is just, <laughs> this does not have have anything uh once again when you have that few lines and you're the lead character give me a break i i, I don't know I'm, i was not impressed and once again i talked to other people not impressed either so uh, i was hoping this would be the last one but it looks like they're throwing money at them there may be another one mm, no what would you give it as a rating then oh boy i'm gonna do uh, i'm gonna make this a c minus Keeping it from because all the action junkies out there are gonna mm-hmm. be uh, writing me nasty letters, and uh, so I don't want that. So keeping it from a D, you know, we'll keep it. Uh, do it at a C minus. Action junkies will like it. D minus. Jason Bourne. Well, and, and if you do want to, uh, you know, send a an nasty email to Jay, we'll give you the contacts uh, at the end. You know, just you know, just <laughs> fairness. <laughs> You're, you're too anxious there, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> now, between the two of them, I think I know where we're going with this. Um, between Finding Dory and Jason Bourne, which one works better with the dialogue easier to follow? Oh, yes. Finding Dory is much easier to follow. And, uh, yeah, and the dialogue is not bad. If you don't mind hearing the dialogue two or three times because she forgets it and has to repeat herself. So that is <laughs> definitely so. If you like animated films... Uh, yeah, you will definitely uh, like that film. <laughs> I actually found that really quite irritating, that, that repeating things because you kept forgetting, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, uh, this is uh, Dory actually had a problem. Hers wasn't from old age, so... Uh... I actually had a problem with her. Keep... Have I already told you that? <laughs> That's the third time you told me, Simon. <laughs> right, here we go. <laughs> uh, now, if you'd like to find out where your uh, nearest audio-described movie is, just log on to yourlocalcinema.com. Now, before we get to your contact details, any news, Jay? Yeah, you know, Simon, you know, we were just talking about animated films, and, you know, you know, I know, uh, but you're, you're not necessarily a big, you know, uh, you know, animated film fan, but uh, there's a film coming up, and we may or may not talk about it. I don't know if we can. It's an animated film with Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill. So it's called <clears throat> Sausage Party. So uh, I, I'm sure you've um, heard about it, Simon. So we may be talking about that in the future. I here. think we may not be. <laughs> I, 
I think I think Seth Rogen is a sausage and his girlfriend is a bun, okay. and we'll leave it from there. Yes, lovely. <laughs> Um, now, if we want to get in touch with Jay, he's got a great website, and it's linked to his Facebook page as well. <laughs> yes, go to my website, blindsidereviews.com. I think I'm going to have to get you off the line before you say something we really regret. <laughs> Maybe we better. <laughs> great to chat with you, Jay. Thank you, and uh, we will catch up with you next week. Talk later, Simon. You're listening to RIB Connect Radio. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.